Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 411 of Pixels and Ink, the official podcast of CG Magazine, where we take a critical eye to gaming, comics, tech, and media. I'm your host today, Christy Hoog, and I'm joined by our editor-in-chief, Brendan Fry. Hello there, Chris. And Dana Oh, Eileen. that was delayed. <laughs> Brendan's super delayed for me today. This might be a problem. <laughs> that was super weird. We'll see how it goes. Ah. Hi, by the way. Hi. I'm here. We did it. How's everybody doing today, delays aside? Delay. Well, I think everything about us today is delayed. That's, yeah. That's all I got. Like, yeah, we're not valid. doing so hot. We're not doing so good. Uh, I'm trying to pull up Twitch because that's what I do, and I can't spell it, apparently. <laughs> I got to Twitter. Twitch. I quit. I it's give up. Twitch. <laughs> I got to Twitter. You know, we're done. This- Maybe there's something to this like full moon causing nonsense in people's lives thing because it just feels oh, like that's been going on. There's like a weird blood moon on my birthday. That happened. Yeah, that's an omen. Happy birthday, to... Dana, by the way. Thank you. I know, right? At least Chris cares, Brendan. <laughs> We're fighting about my birthday. It's fine. It's fine. Passive aggressiveness. I don't know. What, me? Passive aggressive? I didn't mean to pour gasoline on a fire by being nice. but What? (laughs) Passive aggressive? What are you talking about? What's going on here? Like, what is this thing? We're having a day. Now I'm blurry. Let's just listen to me complain for the first half of the podcast. What else? I don't know what really grinds my gears. (laughs) Our first segment today is Dana's Soapbox. She chugs. Fueled by monster. monster. It's not, but it should be. This is the best one. It's so tangy. I got a gift card for Tim Hortons for my birthday. I'm just saying. Oh, pretty snazzy. That's yeah. That sounds like a birthday deal. in your thirties. Yeah, but do <laughs> it do <laughs> a massage and uh, no, I didn't get one of those. Damn. Anyway. Well, now we know for next year. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so uh, it's been quite ish week in the games industry, aside of the launch of God of War Ragnarok. I think has has everybody kind of hibernating and enjoying that mm-hmm. uh, i have looked at so much god of war stuff this week between like our features and our issue which just came out today yesterday uh, what day yesterday. is it yesterday it went out yesterday our god of war feature issue turns out there's a lot of god of war stuff in the god of war issue so i know a lot about god of war now i don't i process none of it <laughs> <laughs> That's and uh if you wanted to buy that issue um What's the link for that? Uh, you can go to our digital store, but you can also find it on, I think it's Flipster and Megster. Correct, yep. What? Can you put your mic near your mouth? I can't hear you. Flipster, Megster, and um, our uh, CG, uh, store.cgmegaonline.com. That's the one. Somebody's got this. Can you guys see my, oh, my, my light? Where is it? Here? It's like flickering, and it's all jacked up on the camera. Yeah, that's that's weird. It's good. It's visually I'm just pleasant. here to break the internet. <laughs> just here to make blind people. I'm gonna let you go ahead now, Chris. I'm sorry. Okay. I don't know what's wrong with me today. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, we're doing a little more casual episode this time. <laughs> Absolutely. I don't. I can't structure today. Mm-mm. Can't. Who needs structure? Hey man. Apparently, you seem blue. By the way. I yeah. Dabba dee dabba die. I told you. I knew you were gonna do that. I shouldn't have. Said oh, <laughs> Matt, what's going on? I am blue. <laughs> anyway. So, games? yeah, with, uh, yeah, games. With uh, now that God of War is here, it seems like it's going mm-hmm. to be the next big tone shift for the game of the year conversation, which we kind of talked yeah, about yeah, last week. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, I, 
I was looking at um, some stuff on Twitter for people talking about Game of the Year, and it was refreshing to see people not saying God of War or Elden Ring. Um, some people were shooting for some smaller games. A lot of people are giving like small and big. So like what their indie hope was versus their triple A. Um, I saw somebody saying, I think it's Signalis. I may be saying that right. Wrong. Oh yeah. People really have been talking about that. I wish we got a review of that one up. We have a code of that one though. We should do something with that. You should probably look at my little stockpile of codes later. <laughs> yeah, no Signalis. Is that how you say it? I'm not sure. People seem really excited about that one. Yeah. Oh, a huge rating on uh, Steam right now. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a lot of people are saying that. Um, some people for their small, small were saying Cult of the Lamb. I'm still here for that. Yeah, I can see that. I don't know. I can't figure out if I genuinely loved that game that much or it was just the circumstances in which I played it. Like, we had a lot of fun playing that game. I created everybody that I like. <laughs> and then some I don't like and then sacrifice them. <laughs> you need to do a little bit of that too. I was sending people pictures of like choose one. <laughs> like, telling them the traits that they got and what's wrong with them. It was good. It wasn't a little terrifying to get to get that text, no. <laughs> Join my cult. <laughs> what? <laughs> Just do it. Okay. <laughs> something, something bad happened to me, Probably. didn't it? Oh. Yeah, you died a couple times. I yeah, kept remaking well, people though, because you die in the game. My yeah, kids right. died a few times. I'm like, oh <laughs> damn it. Not again. Little Timmy. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I'm so, real. so off today. <laughs> so good. Uh yeah, so no, people no, saying I called to the lamb. I'm on board for that. It's not gonna win, but I'm on board for that. I feel like this year more than ever, we really need that separation of like big game of the year versus like little game of the year because Elden Ring has loomed over the conversation like all year. Mm-hmm. Now we got God of War Ragnarok. That's probably going to be the big showdown between those two. And uh, that's what we were talking about last week about Horizon kind of getting mm-hmm. shit on essentially because it came out at the same time as Elden Ring. Elden Ring was so anticipated. Like, how many years was that talked about? Well, George R. R. Martin was on board, so it had to be a long time. It's been like three or four years for Elden Ring, I think. Yeah, so like that was that game was really, really heavily hyped, and then poor Horizon just. (laughs) Mm -hmm. They have a bad habit of uh, scheduling Horizon games like adjacent to big ones. Yeah, that's rough. That's valid. Hopefully, that doesn't happen again with uh, Horizon VR when the PSVR two comes out next year. I just, I can't get on board with the VR games. They're so niche and the amount of money they cost. We were talking about this with peripherals a couple of weeks ago though, too. Like the wheels you can buy and the flight sticks mm. you can buy. Just add an extra $800 onto your $800. Yeah. Ugh. But now you have to add a system to your system plus a game for the system? Yes. It's a lot. Systemception. Well, choosing a bundle that comes with a game, I guess you can so you look at it for mm-hmm. that one for Horizon because the PSVR two has got the two different starter mm-hmm. sets. So, did you, did you just try to upsell me, Chris? I did. Did maybe. you just try to upsell you me? <laughs> Comes well, to that contextualization. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Well, what's the um, point of the PSVR two if you don't have anything to play on it, right? So there you go. But yeah, what do you guys think for for that sort of thing this year? Nothing. What are you thinking, Brandon? I, I kind of talked about this last week, so you go first. <laughs> um, what do I think about... What's what's good? You play little things that I don't play. Um, I'm trying to think. I, I don't 
honestly know if there's been many games this year that have really excited me. I think um, I keep God of War, I really want to get into. I really want to jump in and play that game. I will soon, I'm sure. Um, there's a code right over there. I know. I will, I will <laughs> in a big it. box. Do I get the hammer? Sorry. Yeah, sure. Oh, should we um, trust you with the hammer? <laughs> no. Um, but like a lot of what I've been doing is playing like the first ten minutes of the same game over and over and over again. Like I played the first ten minutes of Cyberpunk lots of times due to benchmarking and everything else. I've been doing a lot of like F one twenty two because I have to trust try a single lap of a race. So you know that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> You're really good at that one lap. You're probably in team uh, Elden Ring for game of the year. Like, you were really excited for that um, earlier. Honestly, I, I, I want to dive into God of War and I wanted to see what we think of that one. We as an me as a holistic entity. Um, mm. I'm not a hundred percent sure what I think of it or how I'm going to enjoy it, but I'm down to try. Beyond that. What was I that? That was. <laughs> it's like a random doorbell. <laughs> There's like an Alexa or something in here that we didn't activate. It's talking to us. Yeah, that's weird. This is how uh, but yeah, I don't, I don't really know if there's any other game of the year contenders. Uh, I really want to play the new Resident Evil expansion. Mm. DLC for that, uh, Resident Evil Village. Did you finish Village? Also? I finished Village. I've not dived into the expansion at all. If that's not asked. When did that come out? Uh, Village or expansion? Uh, last year. Last year. Please uh, May. Okay. Because I also oh, saw people wow. saying that for Game of the Year. And I'm like, that doesn't that's seem right. Not valid, but maybe no. it is because I have no concept of time. I don't know. Um, it got a decent review. Of the, or yeah. sorry, the expansion pack at least got a decent review from Clement in our, <laughs> in our review. You liked it. I mean, I don't. DLC's post-launch is so tough too, right? Because sometimes it's just like, mm. here's the thing we tacked on. Sometimes See, it recontextualizes everything. It, Chris, you might understand this being a, a parent. Um, have you seen that like meme that goes around that like there needs to be a parent mode in games that like reminds <laughs> you where you were and what you were doing and how the hell to do it? I absolutely need that. But when I find that with DLC... Like when I jump back in, I'm like, well, I've been gone. Now I gotta come back. And <laughs> it's like I've been saying about wow, I've got to dive back in and like crap, they changed everything. I don't know how to play anymore. <laughs> what do I do? <laughs> like I'm not spectroid, I need new gear, I need a new UI, like everything's a mess. So whenever I jump into DLC or expansions or whatever, I'm super overwhelmed at the beginning. I'm like, I have to just start at the beginning of the game. There's no choice. Day one. Mm. Let's go. <laughs> To be fair, I could have used that before I had kids, but yeah, definitely since. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, see, I was, I was just of, always like, playing video games off before. Game and coming back to it, so. <laughs> this is the first time in my life I think I've been playing like more than one game at a time. It's really weird and it's stressing me out. And I have to choose like one of them's an ugly stepchild. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what to do about it. <laughs> like I sit down and I'm like, I can't. Who do I love the most? I don't know. <laughs> Who, who's the neediest? <laughs> Me, it's me. <laughs> but which of the games is the most neediest? <laughs> Still me. Okay, it's true. Hit me. Yes. Hit me. <laughs> um, anyway, so Brendan had no answers for for 
What do you think? Yeah, I don't cool. really know. Cool, like, cool, I cool. really, a lot of the games I've been playing have been kind of older games, so I'm not really on the cusp of the latest and greatest. And I'm now a thousand years old, just letting you know. Just by saying that, wow. you've aged 10. You played some years. weird little horror games. That's true, but they I, would not win. Yeah, no. <laughs> no dice. No yeah. dice. To, to be fair, you are busy doing being, you know, an editor in chief and stuff. So, yeah, it is time. Yeah, I wish I was less busy, to be honest. Just so I don't like, you know, get some breaks. We could just stop working. Let's do that. That's the thing I can do. I feel like there's a chain of events that follow that that we need to discuss later. Maybe don't. Maybe don't do that. Maybe don't do that. All right. I um, just won't let me have any fun. Well, you know, that's not. <laughs> Those not, not, that's exactly what you said word for word yes exactly you read you, you speak my secret language and that's exactly what i said mm-hmm. yep. um <laughs> yeah I, I i can't remember if i mentioned it last week actually but i, I might have forgotten stray entirely in that conversation um you think okay. that'd be a game of the year it's that good man I'm i don't blurry. think it's sorry see in my mind it's a contender but i know it's not like vicky contender um Best narrative, I would say. That gets uh, really. It's yeah. a cat. I need to. But, that's it. I've got a code. I should play it. You should. I have it's, a PlayStation. I don't. It's not just a cat though, because there's a whole universe going around it. So, um, okay. it's not so much like the overt. A unicat. Like, <laughs> that's a di- that's a different thing. That's that's like a movie. <laughs> okay. Um, got it. Got it. Sorry. <laughs> catching up. No, but it, like it's the narrative around the cat too, right? Because like you know the cat doesn't doesn't speak in a lot of stuff. It's just the the vehicle that there's a story that goes on around it. What I really appreciated mm-hmm. about that game is that it didn't um you know kind of cut all those conventions off, right? Like I think I, I did a piece about this around the time the game came out and saying, you know, here's all these problems people complain about games these days. Stray doesn't do those things. Mm-hmm. It's not holding you by the hand. It's that. not like chattering too much yeah. at you to telling you where to go. There's no big flashing beacons. But it's also built in such a way that you're not really getting lost. Like it's it felt really holistic and, and natural. Okay. So I'll take that. I'll be I'll be campaigning for that I'm, for I'm like curious. narrative of the year at least, but I could see that. It was really interesting narrative. I played a bit of Stray. I really want to finish Stray. It's one of those games that I forgot existed. Yeah, there's there was a lot of hype around it when it came out, and then I saw like a resurgence again when the physical edition came out. There's people waiting for that, yeah, and then it kind of fell off again. So, but like it's not it's not a huge really? game either, right? So it's hard to sustain the hype for something that's like kind of a one and done experience. I could see that. I mean, it, it was an interesting experience um, from what I've played. And as I said, I want to try more of it. But it was one of those games that kind of dropped off quick for me. Like, I don't know why. Like, it looked pretty. It had a great, like, concept. It looked, it had a great character that I really enjoyed. Like, the little robot and the cat had a good dynamic, even though the cat just seemed like he didn't care one way or the other. Um, <laughs> I'm but, just amazed that you played this at any point in time, and I was unaware. Go you. I did not play it. I was confused by it, and I judged it. That's valid. It's who I am as a person. I'm sorry. Sorry. Shaking my head. <laughs> That's valid. It's, it's, it's so judgmental these days. Try the thing before you judge it. Mm, no. Will I, though? No, I actually no. do. I'm curious about it. I think it's more of a game that I want to watch somebody play, to be perfectly honest, just to I figure it out. I don't want to, like dedicate my time to it and then abandon it and feel like I'm a bad cat mom. I don't know. That's I might, I I might be able to I'm help you with that. that next weekend, but 
I'm, yes. not sure that's, I'm, I'm not sure if that's being if that's on our schedule. Is that, is that on the list? We don't know. I digress. Uh, <laughs> it's not actually, but there was talk of it. <laughs> I had to check. It should be. It should be. <laughs> Because uh, yeah, it's a uh, it's one of those things that like you can kind of blast through. Like there's a trophy for beating within two hours. Really? Yeah, and I'm, I'd be kind of curious to see how that like plays out. Like I haven't watched any anyone attempt it or you know do a video on it or anything like that. But be interesting if you. Interesting. It's it's not a hefty game. It's like it seems doable, but you have to like really know where you're going and not waste any time. I feel. But yeah, I can see that. It, I didn't think it was. I don't know that. I don't know if I could physically do that. Like to not like look around. I think I'd actually die. I would like, actually it really, really the game really die. encourages you to look around too, right? Like so. <laughs> That's rude. Really counterintuitive. I feel personally attacked. You should. They did it. They did it despite you. It's in the fine print. Fuck Dana. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> sorry that got real aggressive real quick. Real fast. Where were we? Just What's fast. next? <laughs> uh, so we were talking about some of the new releases and how it shakes up the God of War, or the God of War discussion, the game of the year discussion. Um, well, let's move, let's move on to something else that came on this week. Actually, uh, Sonic Frontiers has arrived, and uh, I've been okay. playing the final yes. builds. And apparently, Dana. I was wrong. <laughs> well, Dana failed. Let's. let's Let's dive into that. <laughs> so you played a version. What that was? That was what June at E3. Yeah. Uh, well, not or, E3, but yes. <laughs> but the, the pseudo, E3. the pseudo E3. Yeah, the E3 that yes. was and wasn't. Yes. Absolutely. Um, yeah, that was back in June, and then Ed played it in September. Yeah. Oh yeah, Gamescom. Yeah. Um, I could see. I'm trying to be fair here. <laughs> Playing the final no, version, could. I can kind of see like how how you would like if, or why you would have been disappointed with it. Just judging, but even by like the screenshots that I saw, um, mm-hmm. okay. it really looked like empty, like you were saying at that time. I feel like they fleshed it out a bit more. I'd be curious to see what you think of it now, like in the final yeah. version. Um, the, that being said, I haven't gotten super far into it yet, but. Um, what I have played so far is interesting. It's a weird tonal thing for me. Like that's where I kind of don't know how I feel about it. Okay. Um, it kind of goes for that breath of the wild approach down okay. to like even having like quiet atmospheric music and stuff. And that's just so not Sonic. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, so it, is, it is like a more of an, like an adventure game than like this, the fast paced action game that Sonic's have been in the past. Well, it has that in these like short levels that you can go into. Okay. Um, well, so last year I, I reviewed Sonic Colors, the remaster of a like yeah. 2010 Wii game, uh, and I in that in, in that you had like a hub world and you went into like the actual levels and those were the fast paced, mostly 3D sometimes side scrolling right. affairs that like 3D Sonic games are used to having. Um, now instead of having the hub world, that open world is like the hub. Mm-hmm. So you go around and you explore the hub world. You fight giant robots and solve little puzzles and get collectibles and stuff like that. Um, and one of the collectibles that you get unlocks levels like those beating those levels, gets you things to get chaos emeralds. And it's kind okay. of like the gameplay. Levelception. Levelception no? levels within levels within levels. I'm going to see how many times I can make things exceptions today. Cause that's a really <laughs> lame joke that is very old now. And I just realized how old it was. Oh, 
don't don't no don't don't go that far back (laughs) did that come out jesus um don't don't look it up you'll feel depressed oh it was 12 years ago okay that's fine look it's fine you'll be depressed it's fine it's fine we're fine uh yeah my biggest thing with the sonic and something i have seen people still saying about it is that they can't really make out who the game's for like it's it's priced i'm at an eight like marked to be for a slightly younger audience mm. <clears throat> whoa but yeah. when i played it it was not easy it was like if you made a mistake you were screwed in some of the places and i think um i've seen some people saying similar things like it seems a little too hard for a younger audience so strange to market it to them if you will mm-hmm. yeah it's definitely like i said like that t- <laughs> it kind of comes back to that tonal thing right like it's like Again, like I don't know what it's for because it doesn't have all the, like the fun interactions that you might see in other Sonic right. games. Um, mm-hmm. Like he's immediately cut off from like all those friends and stuff, and part of the game is about like getting back in contact with them and like mm-hmm. saving them from the cyberspace or whatever. Um, so yeah, like you don't have so much of like that interaction if that's what mm-hmm. the young kids are into. Okay. Um, I've been playing it actually like with my with my son in the room and like he's been into Sonic like he loves watching the Sonic Mania little animated cartoons and the um, the little ones that they did for Sonic Origins. Um, so he's like, oh Sonic, Sonic, let's watch Sonic. Okay, buddy. So booted up and he's like, he 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 was into it for quite a while actually. Like it held his interest surprisingly. But um, you know that's the difference between watching a game and playing it is pretty pretty big at his age. So you know what gets me. My kid used to love watching games, but now he's old enough to be like, can I try it? I'm like, no, it's my game. You'll screw it up. I'm dreading that day that my son does that because that's all he wants to do right now is watch. He watches like, he's watching the Mario games, yeah. like the 3D Mario games, like all the boss battles and stuff like just on loop. That's want to want to watch a show. Let's watch Mario. Okay. Uh, so. Uh, that's funny. Yeah. yeah I don't know. Like, it's, it's, it's fun, but it's. Like it's kind of janky too, but I mean, I I played enough 3D Sonic games to know it, that it's going mm-hmm. to be janky. Um, I I really don't think they've nailed that necessarily yet. Like every time they do a 3D Sonic, it, there's a weird, like getting back up to speed. If you ever get like touch a wall or anything like that, is always awkward, and they still haven't ironed that out in this one. There was but, one place I can remember that like you had to bounce off these things to go up in the sky. And they disappeared after you bounced. So if you didn't make the entire thing and there was like a special thing at the end, then you just couldn't go back. I was like, well, that's not at good. all. Like that. <laughs> yeah. There, the things to bounce on to get up there were gone. Right. So I don't know if maybe you could like leave the area and come back or, but we only had one chunk to do. Right. I feel so, like that like, might it was things be... like that that was frustrating for me. That might be like a demo problem type thing to be right or something that they yeah. change based on feedback. Because that like made like, me want to rage quit. Yeah. <laughs> rage quit. I mean, I guess they just they polished it before release. That's good. I'm glad. Oh, I honestly good am really glad to see that because I don't want to hate say, so, uh, Sonic. I just do, and I'm glad that it's better. I just <laughs> I don't um, want to hate yeah, it. Yeah, I, I don't. Do. I don't wish for a game to be bad and it sucks because like when mm-hmm. you give a negative preview it, it looks bad but I'm not going to lie and say it's good when it's not hey Ed what up hey. oh, oh you have you no know. sound we can't hear you but we're talking about Sonic still can't hear you this is awkward 
Aqua taco. Speaks cursed, I thought. Awkward alpaca? No. Your hair's looking no. good, though. He's got better hair than I do. It's kind of crap. <laughs> I don't like it. Anyway, we'll keep talking. Um, yeah, like I don't wish bad things on Sonic. And even if it was meant to be like a grown up Sonic and not include yeah. the kids, that's cool too. But like I could imagine giving it to my son and just being like, Yeah, you're good. It's it's for your age. I don't think it is. I think it's ten and up, but yeah. You know, like it, Sonic. it just wasn't easy. I'm not ignoring you, Ed. We just still can't hear you. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. It's all good. Don't worry about it at all. Whenever you can, yeah. it's all fine. <laughs> I feel like the kids would probably enjoy like if there was a mode that just kind of stuck the three level, like the level levels all together. I feel yeah. like they would enjoy that more mm-hmm. than necessarily that. the open world thing. But then again, maybe like maybe the open world thing gets them, right? Like Well, when um Breath of the Wild came out, oh god, how old were our kids then? They were we. They were much weer. Uh, five years Four, ago. Four or five? Was that five years ago? Five years ago, the Switch came out, almost six. How did my kid play that? That doesn't even make sense, but he did. Uh, my my son and my nephew, um, they both would play it. Now, mind you, they wouldn't play the game. They would run around in circles, and open world was fun, and then they'd die, and they'd waste all my stuff. It's um, fair. But it was still, like, they enjoyed the open world aspect of things. Um, I think my son actually just started playing uh, Mario Rabbids. The new one. Is that how you say it? Yes. There's a plus. Do I say the plus? I don't know. Mario and Um, Rabbids. And well, that's not an and sign. It's a plus. It's Rabbids. It doesn't make sense. Just just go with it. Oh, there's a thing in our. (laughs) Yeah, I was gonna say we have we have some thirsty ads in our our uh, YouTube Uh, chat. Hold on, can I fix that from here? I don't know. Let's. Oh, they don't show up in mine. Weird. Oh Oh, wow, they're really thirsty. We get, we have one with a heart emoji. We have one with a th- thirst emoji. Yeah, thirst. That's what we'll call it. Thirst. We'll call it thirst. <laughs> anyway, I'm glad this is part you of the podcast. Stop myself there. Hey, <laughs> it's raining emoji. <laughs> that's what it is. It's raining, man. But uh, our our review is in progress. But our friend Chris Carter at Destructoid uh, gave Sonic Frontiers a seven out of ten. So that's very good. Fun fact, totally forgot Chris Carter does that stuff. Yeah, he does. Uh, Report, remove. This is fun. It's good. I'm going to do it again. I didn't even know this stuff happened. There are free vert girls. I love vert girls. What does that mean? (laughs) I don't, don't tell me. I don't want to know. I'll Google it later and regret that. I'm assuming virtual, but we'll leave it at that because I don't want to know. Oh, okay. That makes more sense. Uh, that makes a lot more sense. I feel bad that Ed can't be heard. Um, it's not me because I have a little mute button for you, but I can click it on and off and it's not on. Uh, you're great. Um, I got nothing. We could just take a quick break and then come back. The streams, we can make sure he's set up. Do you want to do that? Yeah, we can be back. The, yeah. So we yeah. just end stream and start again? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, the, the we'll be like back. A commercial break or something like. Now for yeah, our sponsors. 
good. God, I hope you guys caught that. Yeah, just barely. That's a Muppet. That. Just, just a Muppet. That's that's a last Muppet. Literally a Muppet. Yeah, I, I interviewed a Muppet. Today. That's all. I don't even know if we're allowed to say anything else. So that's where we're going to end that conversation. Okay. But that's, that's hilarious. Not how you, that's not. How, that's Muppet. not the thing you say before you press the go live button and <laughs> that was get great. cut off. That's... That was great, especially because it cut off, and I'm just dying here laughing. I'm like, I don't know if anyone knows what's happening but me. Well, Brendan does, but he doesn't think I'm funny. So. <laughs> So there's the. It's not allowed to say that he thinks you're funny, anyways. So anyways. Ed, to catch you up a little bit, uh, mm-hmm. Chris is playing Sonic. I am not anymore, but he says a lot of the issues that I've had with the game are are fixed up. Uh, there's still from some what issues. I perceive. From what? Oh, <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly, <laughs> I, I didn't. I didn't uh, play the game, and you did. So yeah, mm-hmm. um, but. Uh, that it's still kind of tonally off and we're not sure like who the game is for, but Chris likes janky 3D Sonic, so we're good. That's just what it is, though. Are, are you a Sonic fan? Like, were you a Sonic fan before Frontiers, Chris? Yeah, so kind of hit and miss with some sense. of the games that have been out in the 3D that era, but like, I played a lot of Sonic Adventure 2 on GameCube. Okay. So. Oh, man. Because I, I previewed a Gamescom and I'm a big Sonic fan and I left being like, woof, big woof, but... Uh, <laughs> I mean, even the you know the reviews were kind of okay. People are saying like that you know they're having a surprising amount of fun, but the bar is so low anyway. After what was the, after forces, yeah. so it's it's very hard to to not have fun with a new well, Sonic game. Well, the bar is even low after like the previews and stuff. Now we yeah. mm-hmm. didn't get to like pre-review it. We're reviewing it since it came out, um, but we were not nice to the game and a lot of other sites weren't nice to the game. So I'm wondering if the people that are finally getting their hands on it, were just like expecting apocalypse Sonic. And now they're like, this is cool. This is that's, not that's a good take. Yeah. I, I, I can <laughs> see it. Yeah. Cause even in my preview, I was like, oof, maybe don't hold out hope, like low expectations. Yeah. And that wasn't long ago. So to hear people are like yeah. pretty satisfied with it. Like, I trust Chris. So that being said, I don't think I'd play any other version but the PS5 version. I don't okay. think I trust it on the Switch. Or you, I've never seen it. I've never heard anyone talk about the Switch version, probably for good reason. No one wants I bet you they didn't give out a Switch version. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. Uh, I know it's out, but... Well, let's go see if Metacritic... Well, uh, the user reviews on Metacritic currently are stacked positive, but, but okay. they take that will with have... a grain of salt. Hold on. Sonic Frontiers for Switch. Only five critic reviews for the Switch. 6.5 from Nintendo Life. Yeah. One of the cons being the game simply looks awful on the Switch. Which is <laughs> it simply looks awful. <laughs> why, why expect simply. it? <laughs> simply. But yeah, it's it's neat to see that like how many were there for the PlayStation? How many reviews do we think? Yeah. Let's go to PS5. Uh, 57. Yeah. 57 okay. critic reviews on PlayStation, only five on Switch, uh, one on PC so far. Uh, let's go Series X. Only two on Series X, uh, one on PlayStation 4, and none on Xbox One. Yeah, I don't know if there's going to be any that's review code sent up for Xbox One. That's kind of... Uh, I think that's that's interesting to see that all the critic reviews are... Hmm, maybe they know something... A- there's a discussion to be had there in itself, yeah. Well, if you have the option to play it on hardware that is significantly stronger, yeah, do it. I mean, well, yeah, like even Sonic Colors last year when they put that out, I played the PS5 version and thought, you know, this is good. Mm-hmm. Then it came out, and everyone who bought the Switch version 
which was broken, was mad because their views were good and the game was broken. But it wasn't right. broken on the platform I played it on. So yeah, but it's not broken. I, re- I remember. I remember. I asked the preview. I asked the lady at the preview. I was like, "Oh, what version of the game I'm playing it on?" And she was like, "Oh, PC." And then she continued by saying, "Oh, I'm excited to see it on next gen." And I was like, "Surely the PC is stronger. Surely this should be the definitive version." But I, I do think like they prioritize like the PlayStation Five Series X Flash S versions, so that those are the marquee platforms for them. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure I'd want to touch them on anything else. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. It's, it, it looks impressive. Like, it looks impressive on PS5, but um, mm. yeah, I don't. Uh... Interesting. Uh, Jordan. What Jordan doing? Jordan, some, some guy is chirping on YouTube. Oh. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm curious to see what, uh, what our own review of it when the things fit when uh, the review goes up. So you can stay tuned to cgbangonline.com for that. <laughs> I Maybe really feel that's going right. This is this one more than like any other game I think that's come out since I've been with the magazine is really like a divisive play it for yourself type of thing, right? Like, okay, why? I it's just, just well between looking at the review scores where some people are like, this is like the best song it's ever been, and other ones are saying it's it's not broken, and that's all the good I can say about it, right? Like, yeah, it's, I, it's I, really going to come down to personal flavor, I think. But I think that one of the most common takes I've heard is like, oh, the best Sonic in like in 10 years. And that's fair. Think about like the Sonic that's games fair. we had in the, the, the past 10 so. years. We had, we had Sonic fair. Boom. We had Sonic Forces. Not Sonic Mania. That doesn't really count. That's a 2D Sonic, yeah. right? But like we had yeah. Forces, Boom, Rise of Lyric. And that's it. That's Can we just for a minute it. point out that I played Sonic, oh God, when I was in like grade four, probably. Mm-hmm. I can remember being at my friend's house collecting rings and it was delightful but i was unaware that sonic was still happening for the last 10 years <laughs> until yep, like i started here and obviously things are happening i've seen i think the only two i can name are sonic origins and uh, now sonic frontiers but mm-hmm. uh yeah i did not know that this like i'm gonna call it the underground it wasn't clearly i'm just behind but it's funny the you sonic underground. Underground. Don't, call it, don't call it sonic underground because that was yeah, a cartoon no. series was it really it was <laughs> yeah yes, yes. I'm the worst. <laughs> I think that was with Jaleel White voicing Sonic still and also <laughs> his two siblings. That's even the wildest part. <laughs> Jaleel White I think, was the voice I, of I Sonic. think that was that was a deliberate reference, Dana. <laughs> yeah, I'm that good. I'm so good. I'm not that good. your subconscious somewhere, yeah. <laughs> it might be. Maybe. Yeah, Sonic's been going strong actually. Like the the comics uh Got a revival Archie like a couple years those, ago. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, the uh, it got it, it's um it's boom. Is it boom? It's boom know. comics now. Yeah, it's not even Archie anymore. They have but the, uh, got for the Frontiers, license. they got Ian Flynn who writes the comics as well. So people mentioned that the writing is stronger, although it's still a Sonic game. It's it's a Sonic <laughs> game. It's actually what was really cool was they did a a prequel trailer, not prequel, but like a prelude oh, yeah. trailer with um with Knuckles. Uh, explain where he is through the game, and like you can. It was animated by the same studio that did like the Sonic Mania and Sonic Origins shorts, but this time with actual voice acting and stuff like that. So that was really cool. <laughs> that actually got That's me good, kind yeah. of excited for the game in general. So That's neat. Um, before I'm gonna ruin this for a minute, are we still talking Sonic? Do you guys have anything else to add? I think we're good. Okay. I know that Ed here, look at it, I'm pointing right, uh, had some thoughts on God of War. You've been playing it, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm we about... kind of touched on it a little bit at the beginning, but... Um... 
none of us have played Do it tell. directly. So. Oh, okay, yeah, I'm, what, I'm five hours in. I think so. I'm not very deep into it, but uh, I really like it. As you expect, like a 95 Metacritic kind of score, like, you know, Silent Monica does it again. Um, right now, five hours in, it's mo- more of the same, which is a great thing, which is good. More of the same of like a masterpiece kind of game is good. Although I am slightly disappointed that it really does feel like very expected for now. Like everything I've seen, I'm like, cool. Yeah, this is, you know, one-upping this fight. Cool. Boss battles. It's bigger. It's better. It's stronger. But it's also more There's of the same. There's a song about that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, but um, yeah, no, it's 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 really good. And I, I've just got to the part where like the game kind of ups in, opens. Let me focus the camera. Come on. There we go. Yeah, I've been doing that all night. <laughs> yeah. And... Um, and what I like most is the writing still. What I like most is the story still. What I like most beyond everything else is just like how rich the characters are. That's still yeah. the most interesting aspect to me. I have questions for you. Mm-hmm. Since you've actually played it, number one, yeah. do you think it's a game of the year contender? Yeah. Or, and number two, do you think that, that it's such a big deal right now because we've had a really slow several months in terms of that kind of epic game. We had Elden Ring at the beginning of the year, mm-hmm. and now we're finishing the year with God of War. Is there another like epic to come out the next month? Uh Callisto Protocol, but it's not gonna be yeah. the same, the same kind of level, yeah. right? But so yeah. this is like, yeah, one of the the year's major releases. But I think this is gonna be a year of like indies kind of like surprise a lot of people. I played mm-hmm. Immortality. That's also probably gonna be a game of the year contender. See who is in there. I did not play Signalis, no. Who played this game? Um, Rogue Legacy 2 is going to be in the competition, so I think if you're looking for, like, big AAA titles, it's going to be Elden Ring and Ragnarok and Horizon. Those okay. are, These are your, your three, yeah. like, bigger titles. But then it's going to be, like, a sea of indie games and everyone's going to, like, fight for their favorite ones. This well, is definitely a game of the year contender, though. What's most ridiculous for us is... Um, we can say now we're we're judges for the game awards, mm-hmm. all of us as a unit. And uh, we were going through all the different games and like trying to think because I know all of us are just thinking, what have I played recently? What did I mm-hmm. like? Um, and when we found Horizon, we we're like, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was kind of a big deal, guys. We kind of slept on that just now. Yeah. So I'm it curious to see how that goes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it had a minute. I, th- I think the way I think about Ragnarok is a, it's a sequel and, and the way Forbidden West is a sequel to the first Horizon, right? Mm-hmm. It's definitely better. It's definitely more of the right, same. Right. When I think about The Last of Us Part 2, that was a typical and a typical Sony sequel because that would totally like, you know, twisted everything that we knew about the characters, you know, spoiler, big things happening at the very <gasps> beginning of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, as opposed Stop as that. opposed to Ragnarok and Forbidden West, which definitely like, you know, play it safer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think Golvo Ragnarok might lose to Elden Ring in the end, just because people will say, well, it's more of the same. And you can say the same thing about Elden Ring, more of the same kind uh, of formula. But mm-hmm. I think Elden Ring is more ambitious and more interesting of a, of a continuation of the formula than Ragnarok is. I'm, kind of what I'm really, really hesitant with these AAA titles now. And it wasn't so bad until I started here and really got into like seeing what critics have to say, what what players have to say, what mm-hmm. what's hyped, what's not, when, when it's announced, that sort of thing. Um, before, like we've discussed, I played Dragon Age, Mass Effect, mm-hmm. uh, Fable, Elder Scrolls, Fallout. Those were kind of my thing. And I mean, how long have they been talking about Elder Scrolls 6? 
How long have they been talking about Dragon Age? How long have they been talking about the next Fable, right? So they're talked about for so freaking long, but because those were my games, I'm like, they can do no wrong. It's fine. But now I'm seeing like how hyped they are for things like awards. And I'm starting to feel like, what is going on? I say awards and a doorbell goes off. Um, Dude, I'm, I'm starting package to... Package from Jeff Keighley. <laughs> <laughs> Your award. Um, yeah. I'm starting to see like, how do I put it? Like Elden Ring was so hyped, so it had to yeah. be amazing. And we couldn't say it was awful unless it was like friggin' awful. And now God of War, there's kind of nothing else going on and this game has been crazy hyped. So I'm trying to figure out like, if I jumped into those games as someone who wasn't a fan of the last one or someone who mm-hmm. hasn't been hyped about it for eight years, I feel like I should swap with someone who doesn't play the games I play and we can just trade and see if it really lives up to like everyone's hype uh, or just one specific type of person's hype. I don't uh, know what I'm talking about today. I'm sorry. So, so if you didn't like the the last Go of War, the 2018 one, you will, you will not like this. I, I really? Did anybody not like it though? Because I've only ever heard good things. I've never played God of War. To be clear, like yeah. I, it looked there's, there's beautiful. There's people I've who don't, don't care for it. That, that's okay. But like this, Ragnarok will not change your mind. As okay, opposed what? to uh, because it's just more of the same. The combat is virtually the same, although it's improved. Although there are upgrades. Although this quality of life changes. The story picks up from like minute one, like exactly okay. where God of War one ends. It's oh, where Ragnarok cool. starts. Yeah, it's it's exactly like you jump jump right right in it, and you have to have the knowledge of the of the previous game to also kind of enjoy oh, okay. this. They do a recap oh, at the beginning, but you do have to like really have played the the first one. This is a part two, and the way Last of Us, more actually more than Last of Us, was a part two. That's mm. pretty cool, actually. A lot of the kinds of games I play, like uh, Chris, did you play the Fable games? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. I can't remember if it's two or three, but there's a lot of references to the past games and things like that. Same with Dragon Age mm-hmm. references to the mm-hmm. past games. And those were the first times. Three. Yeah. They're, uh, the one where the guy yells balls a lot because I thought it was hilarious. Anyway. Sorry. There was a lot of like continuation from there, even though you may not have been the exact same character or, or things like that. And those were things that I never really caught on to before I got into that section of games. So it's interesting to see that you said minute one it starts off into this there is yeah there is a there is a time jump but even that time jump is was teased at the at the end very end scene of okay. the first one so it's kind of like contextual in that sense but uh to get back to like the kind of game of the year discussion i don't think ragnarok will be the game of the year i think people will have it like the top five top three mm-hmm. buying out with Elden ring but Elden ring is more interesting of a game because it's mm-hmm. from software doing open world, whereas this is Santa Monica just delivering a doing sequel that is very similar to the first one. It's better, it's bigger, it's bolder, right? But the core principles are still right. there. Yeah, that's that's an interesting way to look at it. I like that that well, they plus, did it well, but the they did Elden the same Ring has, thing. Yeah, like that's not exactly it, but you're building off a game that was as well received as God of War. Mm-hmm. That's not I a think, bad thing. I think the only thing that Ragnarok has in its favor in this debate is accessibility i think yes. i think, I think, yeah, I think that's great and in, in, in terms of how many people can jump to go, go over ragnarok and enjoy it and play it and finish and have a complete mm-hmm. experience i think that number is like vastly higher than Elden Ring. Elden Ring is very like a specialist kind of kind of player you really want to like get good at i can't play Elden Ring. yeah th- th- that's I kind of the discussion yeah and it's um, the um so I mean, how that, can I vote for a game that I can't play? Yeah. I mean, I can I can separate myself, but 
I get what you mean. Um, I know there is an interview up on the site and in our new issue about mm-hmm. accessibility in God of War and how mm-hmm. much has changed and how it's going to change for Santa Monica going forward. And um, I liked hearing that they're sharing things between studios in terms of and ac- accessibility. And they're making sure that they're always going to do that. It's not That's like, great. oh, we're doing this differently, so we're going to keep it. It's, nope, here's what we learned how to do. Now you guys do it, you guys do it, you guys do it, so we can That's all great. do this. And it was nice. I'm a crazy, like, emotional person, and when people do good, and I mean do good, I was, like, crying reading the <laughs> interview. I'm like, it's so nice that everybody's included. <laughs> I'm a softie. What can I say? And, and just to kind of speak on the accessibility, like, Last of Us Part Two was was the benchmark. Now Ragnarok is the benchmark. It's good to see Sony like really push the first party titles in this sense. It's, it's right, really right. nice to see improvement. It's nice to see like a vast array of options from difficulty settings that are fully customizable. You can change at any time. Uh, you can you can rebind keys. You can have HUD. You can have subtitles, which was a big deal for the for the previous game. Size, color, contrast. I don't know different how people modes. live without subtitles. Uh, yeah, the problem to. was, yeah, in the previous one, the problem was that they were too small. Now you can make mm-hmm. them as big mm-hmm. or as small as you want. So, like, very many accessibility options, very many quality of life options. And I think, in that sense, if you're not the hardcore of the hardcore gamers, you've played in Elder Ring, yeah. you've, you've played it to, to death, I think Ragnarok will be your game of the year in that sense. But I think the Game of War might be in favor because it's sway towards critic vote they might actually lean towards Elden Ring because FromSoft has historically kind of been like a very like mm. beloved studio. And I think not universally beloved, but just like when it hits, it hits really hard for most people. Plus I Elden Ring like... has the advantage of being a multi-platform too. Yeah. yeah. It's like people who have Xboxes only. And earlier and earlier. And earlier, like it's had it's had time, which can also kind of work against it. Sometimes those games like kind of fall off because they have been up for so long. But Elden Ring has managed to stay pretty current for most mm-hmm. of the year, despite not having a DLC yet either. Yeah, um, yeah when when that's happening. But Surely they'll for me also like the like it, it's balanced out by the fact that Elden Ring hates you. Like Elden Ring does not want you to do well. <laughs> like <laughs> it's designed Ring wants you to, to fail. It it wants to it wants to beat you down, right? And like that's not. Yeah entertaining to a lot of people mm. and that like being said, the and... easiest the easiest from soft game i've played it is definitely <laughs> oh god i i, I can yeah. i can vouch for that but <laughs> oh no like it, it, it's still at a point where i'm like yeah i don't really want the game that disrespects my time this way and like yeah that's just my personal and on it, but... i'm playing ragnarok on give me go of war which is the hardest challenge difficulty and it's not that bad it really isn't i really okay. sorry sir you are a liar yeah <laughs> you no. could, could be worse could be worse i suppose it's actually funny i've been playing i started playing the first god of war well not the first but like the last god of war just this week mm-hmm. because well for one thing fomo kicked in when i started seeing the review scores but also i kind of want to judge against god of the ring on fair grounds right yeah. and uh i've been playing it on just the easiest mode because i want to just get through it so i can move mm-hmm. on to ragnarok at some point and it's just like i i beat a boss earlier today and it was just like I beat it with one rage combo and that was it. And it's like, okay, well, yeah, I'm not doing this game justice playing it this way, but <laughs> it's, just, yeah. it's the opposite it's, of all the rings. It's, it's the story difficulty. So You're going to hop into Ragnarok and be like, what the hell happened? Yeah. Well, the thing is, I, I'm, I'm a normal guy. Like, I just I play everything on normal. See, um, I play most should... things on easy now that I have kids. I want to just enjoy myself. I don't want to be challenged. I work a lot. I'm challenged every day. I don't want to be anymore. 
<laughs> I, I'm a big trophy hunter, so for me, I always have yeah, to like cool. do the difficulty trophies. I have to get them. That's cool. But, I respect that. See, I, I'd rather work up to that. Like I start with normal, and then mm -hmm. if I go back, I play on hardcore. Like I've been playing Mass Effect on hardcore for the first mm -hmm. time instead of just normal. Oh, I did ME1 and ME2 again this year on Insanity, and that was horrible, but okay. Why do people yeah, do this to themselves? Like, why do you want to feel bad about yourself? I don't need I any trophies. extra reasons to feel bad about I myself. I just wanted trophies. I don't need pixels to tell me I suck. I know. <laughs> I'm well aware. I'm here to smash things so I feel better. <laughs> Anywho, well, God of War on how my life is going. We'll do that for you. Mm -hmm. um, Anywho, I feel like we've talked about God of War a lot, and we should probably mosey on out, Chris. <laughs> yeah, we can we can move along. Um, so yeah, Ed, you've also been playing Marvel Snap, to you, right? I I have, uh, and I'm writing a review for it, which should be out fairly soon. I'm. How many hours in? It's very hard to gauge how many hours I'm into a mobile game because I'm not really keeping track or anything. But I would say, yeah, I did, <laughs> literally, I would say I've put a solid thirty hours into it. Not, not even kidding. Which is, which is testament to to it being a great mobile game because I'm not usually a mobile gamer at all. I think it's for me, it's this and Pokemon Go that really kept my attention for a long time. And yeah, I, I love it. I've been long seeking like a really good digital card game that really got my attention. I played a lot of Gwent when that came out, but I wasn't I really involved, interested. Was cool. I, I liked it as well, yeah. But then I played it on PS4 for some reason, and uh, then they um, they ended the the support for, for the PlayStation for the, for, the play, for the PlayStation version. And so I was like, oh, I'm not gonna jump back into it. I couldn't migrate my account to the PC version. I'm like, all right, thanks CD Project. I'm I'm out. Uh, I played Master Duel this year. Uh, and that was mm -hmm. that was an experience. I like Master Duel itself, but Yu-Gi-Oh! The game is broken. Hearthstone is really hard to get back into it, even though they have the new expansion. And so I was like, okay, well, Marvel Snap, the only possible, the only game I would be interested in. And it really, really, really hits. Uh, I think part of its success is that like you play it vertically on your phone. You just play it as it is so that's really good like they've nailed that you don't have to like put your phone horizontally which fits the gen zers that you know tiktok generation the whatever right. which that helps actually and uh the games are sense. yeah the games are about two minutes long max so like that's if you good. lose no harm done just jump into another one if now, you if win you put a lot of time jump in. into another one yeah. When it first launched and everybody was talking about it, I jumped into it and I think I jumped into mm -hmm. it for about eight seconds. I'm pretty sure I left in the middle of the tutorial because something happened, not because I didn't like it. Um, the only other card game I've really played is Hearthstone. Yeah. Um, but everybody I'm seeing now on Twitter is like posting all these big numbers and these big things. Mm -hmm. Am I going to be screwed if I try to jump in now or is it going to pair me with people that suck? No, 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 no. So, so. One of the worst things about a snap is that you can only have one game mode, which is the ladder mode. You just play and you just you just level up. But apparently there's like hidden pool systems. So Marvel Snap has something called a collection level. So you upgrade your collection level by upgrading your cards and then you get more cards. You don't open packs at all. You just upgrade your cards to get more cards. Based on your collection level, i.e. the number of cards you have available at your disposal, you get seeded into pool one, pool two, or pool three. So if you're a beginner, you will only play against beginners. If you're intermediate, you will only play against intermediate. If you like have a lot of cards, you'll only also play against players who also have a lot of cards. So if you just start, uh, and I think at the very beginning, I'm pretty sure like the first two or three hours of the game, I only played AI. I only played bots. 
So yeah, there's uh, been a lot of so parts that of that. Yeah, which which is weird because the game doesn't really let you know if you're playing a human player or an AI. Sometimes you can tell by the usernames, but sometimes I'm pretty sure they give them fake ones or like, like something Fortnite. like like Fortnite or like a name like yeah. Monica, which is just oh, all right. Might be a real player, might be an AI. I wouldn't really right. know, but jump into it and for the first two or three hours I, I think you'll have a good time even if you're not playing cool. against real players because the game is trying to teach you and if you want to like make that experience last a bit longer you can just not upgrade your cards too fast either right that um, was the part i didn't like i've, I've jumped back in a couple of times like I, i've probably played like three rounds but i my son was helping me the first time and clicked past a lot of things because he's not interested in learning. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I guess we're upgrading cards. I don't know how that works, but okay. <laughs> so I guess I'll have to. The upgrades are entirely so. cosmetic too, which is like saying upgrades saying yeah. it sounds like a right. misleading title. But And yeah, um, let's get into monetization. So I'm looking at a shop right now and I'm looking at my level. I'm level 543 and I spent some money in the game, I must admit. I got the beginner starter pack, which was like Captain America, I'll get the card, whatever. And then I got a battle pass, which is interesting because I think it's the first ever card game who does a battle pass. So for October, they did the Symbiote Invasion. That was Carnage stuff. Now they're doing uh, Wakanda for the Black Panther film. Um, so the season pass fully cosmetic, you get a few cards, but they won't really change the game unless you build decks around them. So I think you pay for cosmetic uh, cards for variant cards and you pay to unlock new cards if you buy the battle pass, but they never, I feel like really game changes because you can, even with a standard free to play pack, I think you're still very competitive. You just have less options around like what kind of cards you want to build your deck around. So Right now, I'm using a deck that I build with mostly cards I've unlocked by playing the game. I have n- almost no cards I'm using at the moment that I have, mm-hmm. I have bought. I have the Miles Morales card mm-hmm. in one deck, and that's one I bought, but that's about it. So it's, so a, it's I, a very I've, good... I've been doing the, 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 the Carnage one, um, mm-hmm. which again, from the season pass, so I've also spent a tiny bit there. But um, I, like, I don't feel like it gives you any huge advantage either. It's just getting access to that thing. You still have to build the deck. And even if right. you build the, like, the right. best deck, the way the, the zones work in the game mm-hmm. makes it like a total free-for-all most of the time. Like I feel the, the playing field is pretty balanced most of the time. And, and even if you have a certain plan, so I have a certain deck for me that's all around me moving my cards. I have like Miles Morales, I have Heimdall, which have abilities that involve me moving around my cards. Around locations, even though if I have a I have a set plan for my deck, the locations because they change every single game and there's three every single game. I don't really know what I'm gonna have to do as I play. So even if you have, let's say, Dana, you have a beginner deck that you just use now, you just built now, you can still win against me because the locations may give you the upper hand or might stop me from playing my game, which has happened. So you build decks thinking you have a strategy to execute, but then you really have to just on the fly. Now, sorry if I missed this. Can you play against your friends and stuff, or do you just play? Not yet. No, and that's okay. one of the biggest problems that they have. They there's no PvP mode, but there there have been a few interviews with with the devs. where they say they're gonna add it in the next year? So the only game mode available is just competitive one v one ranked ladder kind of thing, which is okay. which is the worst thing that the game has going for it. There's that you, there's no other way to play the game unless you want to be very competitive. That's kind of it. That's very strange. Yeah, the the whole pool system is kind of weird to me. Like I'm mm-hmm. clutch level four seventy, 
So like I'm already at the cusp of getting into that next batch of cards, but there's just no way of knowing that. Like if I hadn't seen other people talking about it, I wouldn't know yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Cause like there's certain cards that like I'm waiting to get, like I want to get the venom. I want to get death or lady death or whatever it's called. Like, and I know those cards exist. I just can't get to them. Yeah. Because I also don't have cards venom at random. Yeah. Yeah. And you're waiting. I'm going to look for the game in my apps, and it's not called Marvel Snap in the app. It's just called Snap. Oh yeah, really bad. I just wanted to know. Yeah, right. I had the game. Where is it? But but you're right, Chris. So like from from level 400 plus, I think everyone gets the same cards as they level up. But what changes is that you get them in a different order. That's why you might see people who have like Deadpool or Lady Dead or whatever, and you don't have them even though you're a higher level because. The order you unlock them is random, so that kind of keeps it a bit fresh. Is the but, level um, the little green thing in the top? Yeah, so I have... Cool. I, so, I'm at uh, 540 now. We're out. You can't see that. Number one. Level one, yeah. I'm number one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I, so you're I still fighting bots. I, uh, yeah. I, I don't know. I'm losing That's... to them. No, actually, I won my last game. <laughs> well, it's, it's so chaotic to you, like I was saying. like <clears throat> um, Just like the way the decks play out, the way people can mess with you random effects that can happen mm. just like yeah. i've 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 been winning and then like i'll play scarlet witch which changes like the effect of his own and all right. of a sudden i've shot myself in the foot and the game's over <laughs> like yeah but, uh, but they're so fast that I, like i i don't dwell on it like it's just oh i'll just put another game up whereas in magic arena which i also play on my phone which also has a battle mm-hmm. pass too actually but again all cosmetic oh, yeah. stuff right. and you get a few extra passes or a few extra packs when i get beat down in that it's a longer affair and i feel mm-hmm more mm-hmm. personally attacked <laughs> like if i like if, if i run if i run into someone with a like a bull with a with a bs deck i, I, I get mad <laughs> like yeah. i'm like i sour about it for like 10 minutes that was that was my problem upgrade? with yeah you do have to upgrade and that was no my but i mean like when it Yu-Gi-Oh. says it's ready do you oh, no you don't have to you, you can choose you can like tough. you can yeah. choose who to spend your credits on i don't like this and i would recommend <laughs> yeah. doing choose that. wisely <laughs> uh, yeah uh chris i had the exact same pro- problem playing Yu-Gi-Oh. There would be decks that were built around players winning in one single turn at the very beginning of their turn and i would just sat there being like when's my turn gonna come like and what am i gonna do on my turn just play a card or two max and marvel snap i feel like even though i you encounter bs decks it's over so quickly i'm not never waiting to do anything i'm always playing cards and even outside the game i'm always upgrading i'm always unlocking missions mm-hmm. and i think this is what got me hooked into it they have daily missions that i think update every two hours or three hours which it's... really keeps me in the loop they call them daily Time missions but like they get a lot of them <laughs> 12 daily plus missions, the season yeah. pass uh, missions too, plus like the season pass missions, yeah. too so i and just signed I... in and had a whole bunch of things to claim it was very exciting yeah <laughs> and that's that's actually i think what what makes it so so addictive that like i'm always unlocking cards i'm always upgrading i'm always doing something i always feel like i'm rewarded and it's my dopamine levels are always high because i'm like unlocking stuff i'm winning i'm feeling good and if this i'm losing like, who cares the card version of farmville just come back oh, yeah. every two hours you can pick your crops and get kind your stuff of. and go away and then come back <laughs> Because yeah, yeah, there's there's been a couple of times where like I've finished my goals and I keep playing. I'm like I'm kind of wasting too, time because yeah. I'm not progressing on missions. I'm not really right. gaining anything from each match because after each match you get like random boosters for like random cards. Mm-hmm. So it's like if, if I'm not getting the boosters of the cards that I want to upgrade, it's just like well, what am I even doing here? I'm not doing quests or anything like that. It's, it's interesting. It's I think it's the only mobile game I've ever ever played where I'm like, when is the daily mission coming? I'm waiting for a notification right. being like, when can I play more Marvel Snap? You know. Uh, the last two things I wanna I wanna say about it. Number one, 
there's some really wacky cards in it, which makes it really fun. Uh, there's an Uncle Ben, ben card in it that oh. if if it gets destroyed, it instantly summons Spider-Man, which I think is really funny. Oh. Really dark, but really funny. Dark. And, that is pretty dark. Yeah, huh. and second, you have Agatha Harkness. If, she, if you draw her, she then plays the entire game for you. And then... Oh. And then I had it happen to me a few times where, like, I, I randomly drew Agatha and then the, right. I, I couldn't play my, my game. Or, like, there's Ego as a zone and then both players are just taken over by an AI who plays the game for them. And it's a very strange experience. And I like the fact that they take risks. Some cards are just It's like an out-of-body experience. <laughs> yeah, they just, they just take... It's, it's sure enough that even if even if something truly wacky happens, at least they're taking risks with a card and not, right, right. with the cards, and that's something I like. The second thing, they really respect the MCU and they really respect Marvel, and they don't make everything about the MCU. I, we, we get it. This is like the most popular thing now, whatever. But there's some really deep cuts. You have like Spectrum, you have Wolfsbane, you have a lot of the, the X Men in, you have a lot of the, the OG Marvel characters, and everyone I feel like is respected and beloved and treated with care, which is very nice cool. to see. It's very not MCU centric. It's very much like, no, this is a Marvel game. And I, yeah. I really appreciate that. They've, they picked some cool artwork for some of the cards too, yes. especially some of the variants. They picked some weird ones too, but uh, <laughs> overall. I'm pretty happy with like the art effect of it. The cards look really cool when they like, when they burst out of the like come, or when they become 3D. But uh, some of the higher level cosmetic stuff, like oh, the animated frame, like I, this was not worth yeah. the credits I put into it. I'm just doing it for the levels at this point. Right. This is my my fully upgraded uh, Star Lord card, and it's just like oh, animated frame, and it's just like shiny all over. It's like it means nothing, but, it's but it makes you feel good. But it makes you feel good. Yeah. <laughs> And then you I have feel foils, shiny now, don't you know, you? like this is this is my shiny foily Star Wars yeah. card. It's stupid, but like <laughs> it makes me feel good about it. This game's free, or you have to just pay for the battle pass. Free to play, and you free just play. Yeah, I feel like I'd be paying for this. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get Brendan on board. Brendan, Typhoid Mary, download it. No, do I, it. I would really love to play it with someone. I think you know, that's that's the biggest draw against it. But yeah, yeah more is, thoughts that to that come. Can't do that. See, Not for yet. me, like playing Hearthstone, I would play with people and to to learn. Like I had friends that had been mm-hmm. playing it for ages, so I'd kind of sit and they'd right. like talk me through it the first few times. So that's a better way for me to learn than just reading and assuming things and then right. getting my ass kicked repeatedly. So we'll see how it goes. I look forward to your review. Yeah, me too. I, uh, I, I want to get it done as soon as possible now. I've really Us put too. time into the game. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I... I'm enjoying it. I just really wish I had more control over what I'm getting, right? Like, I wish I could move, like, move towards the things I want to play with. Like, like the Venom card would work really well in my Carnage deck, but... What kind of deck are you, are you running, Chris? Uh, so I do... I, I switch between two. One that uh, focuses on, like, ongoing effects. Mm-hmm. So trying to get on, ongoing effects on board. And then, uh, yes, I think I just put him into that deck. I that that's the thing right every every few levels like you need to kind of like look at what you got and kind of mm-hmm. reassess am i using the best things for it but the one i play with more uh is like a carnage based one so i'm trying to like play stuff that's cheap and then destroy it to buff carnage okay and then things like wolverine and saber tooth kind of come out and get regenerated if they get destroyed um angel coming in if something gets destroyed in your deck mm-hmm. is not already in your hand yeah, it's Ma- Magic Arena does something kind of cool like this, where they have like a digital only mode called Alchemy, 
where they do okay. things that you just could not do in the physical game of Magic the Gathering. Like, uh, just crazy effects that would just be impossible to recreate with physical cards. It reminds me a lot of that. Like, there's a lot of stuff that you could just couldn't... You, this game would not work as a physical game. No. It just wouldn't. I, 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 just the, the things it does? Yeah, so, like, for instance, there's a card for the, for the X-Men Angel. If something on your board gets destroyed and he's in your deck, he just comes out of your deck. So, like, you mean, like, that that you could do by just searching through your stack of cards. Yeah, there's a few other yeah. effects that are, like... Just you would just have to have so many different like token cards. Like there's one card that summons a bunch of rocks into your hand. They're mm. cards that are just rocks. They cost things. And they don't really have any effect. Yeah. Um, so you'd have to just have so many like unwieldy effects going to play this as a physical game. Not to mention the zones themselves change parameters sometimes at random throughout the matches. And mm-hmm. yeah, it's and even. It, even the Agatha card is just the AI plays it for you. Like that wouldn't be possible in, in, in the that way is, that that would be very hard yeah. to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we just we just randomize every single decision. Catherine Hahn comes into your house. What? Yeah. Well, there's, there's She's really busy now. <laughs> that would be hilarious. I never play that. But uh, yeah, is there anything else anyone else had on the docket or? Um, I think we we're just going to talk about anything we were playing. Uh, I Chris I got one more game I can play that okay. came out recently. You can talk about it sh- quickly. <laughs> this one, okay. this one, you got to short form it. <laughs> short form nice. it. Uh, Football Manager 2023 came out. I've been playing it. More of the same. Still a really good simulation game. Uh, don't play FIFA. Play FM. Have a good time. Really? Become the best manager. Okay. I didn't need that short. God. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Well, you were very harsh about it. That's cool. I know. Um, well, that's who I am as a person. Um, I know like F1 manager came out and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Is it the same? Like, is it the same company even? Or just? Uh, no, I don't think so. But I'm I'm not into F1 manager. I know it came out recently, but I don't know who makes it. Me either. Uh, Frontier Developments makes F1 manager. I'm pretty sure someone manager is Sega. It wasn't oh, interactive, really? but like distributed by Sega, yeah. I think, right? Hmm. Used to be, certainly. But yeah, yeah, it's definitely Sega, yeah. Distributed by Sega, but sports um interactive. But yeah, no, different different companies, but the same principle. You know, you take charge of any literally any football club in the world, or you can create your own or you can import your own. It's uh, for me. It's insane uh, with the level of detail you can you, you can have every single club in the world if your pros- if, com- if your computer can process all of that data in real time. That's it's cool. basically spreadsheet the game. It's just a spreadsheet <laughs> of players, and it's 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 such well, it's a like fun Eve online. thing. It is to what's yeah. the appeal then if it's just spreadsheet the game? No, I mean, I mean, no. You can also like see the games play out. So like you okay. you have a three D mm. model of it, but you can actually not have that you can just have a tactical view you can just sit back and then watch you know like you become a master tactician and you can have it as complicated as you want or you can have it as simple as you want i'm kind of somewhere in between where i'm like i like some things to be automated and like some things for me to take charge of so um i think for me the the appeal is that it is a, a great football game if you love football as opposed to fifa which for me you don't have to love football it's just an arcade game this is for you like if you actually like the sport if you like the politics of sport it's really interesting and in, in terms of like the things that it let it lets you do so like you can choose to run a club from like age 18 to like when you retire at age 72 or 73 and you decide <laughs> every decision along the way do you want to delegate scouts do you want to delegate transfers everything's accounted for do you want to build a new stadium or pitch 
your your club to build a bit a new right. stadium for you man international teams club level the amount of detail and depth is to me unparalleled this is the best kind i of thought you just got rich and bought a team and then they won things i thought that was how it was yeah you wish i mean just to give, just <laughs> that's to give, what ryan reynolds says yeah <laughs> yeah just to give you context i i started because i like to start this way i started with like no uh managerial experience in the game because you can have right. like coaching licenses and stuff so no club really wanted me i went to barry united that's which sad. is a club in northern ireland which plays semi-professional football on the weekends yeah and i barely survived relegation but then i moved to the new zealand national team and won a cup with them and now i'm, I'm in, inducted in the new zealand oceania hall of fame so it's a very That's wild awesome. game where like all sorts of things can happen but i just like how proud you sound it's making me i'm very very, i'm i'm, very like, I'm in the hall of fame yeah. guys i'm in the hall of fame no but like in if uh, i play for my manager 2022 that was my first fm and then I played it for so many seasons and that's when I like really won like championships and like, you know, champions league and stuff like that. It, but it's fun right. to just like see uh, this franchise kind of go on definitely minimal changes. Like if you, if you have FM 22, I wouldn't say necessarily that you have to jump onto FM 23, right, right. but what's nice about it is that it's on game pass. No. Oh, so okay. if you already have that service, you don't have game to like really, you know, good. You don't have to to get anyone just jump in um and you can play online with friends there's fantasy draft there's online lobbies i played this exclusively as a single player game but you can make it you know imagine all four of us like managing with managing a football team dana you can you can be as proud as i am of my, would not go of my well. Irish team. <laughs> somehow we'd be playing basketball i don't know what happened <laughs> but uh no i highly recommend it if if you if you're bored of fifa and you're Unsure about the, fo- the the future of football games, especially now that the official FIFA games are going to be blockchain based, which is yeah. depressing. And EA I Sports, didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. We we can get into it. Let's not. And and EA Sports FC is just like probably going to be a mess, but sell every year. Yeah, I think yeah. FM is the best the best option. And Konami killed PS eFootball, but it killed it. Sad. I that. learned so much today. But do, but does the manager game have Ted Lasso in it? Uh, no, but you could uh, make AFC Richmond in it, and that's mm. it. You know, you, you you can make your own. Import the badge, put the kits in, name yourself Ted Lasso. Uh, that's close. Close enough. But uh, yeah, <laughs> that's that's one big win for FIFA for me. I was like, oh, it actually was. Right yeah, <laughs> I have zero I've interest never in soccer been personally. Able but... to get in to any sports games like i just mind you i don't really like sports maybe that's the problem but i just watching the puck or the ball or the whatever yeah. back and forth and back and forth and back and forth i'm like i just no i don't want to do well, that in like, real life <laughs> like i said it's kind of like a uh arcadey kind of thing right like i've mm-hmm. i don't play them like there's like it's been 10 years or so since i played a sports game it was like an hl but like mm-hmm. it's just the the arcade thing, right? Like I used to have a, I used to have Blades of Steel and on NES, and like, <laughs> like that's that's straight up arcade hockey. So it kind of harkens back to that for me. But again, not the kind of thing that I really want to boot up too often, if at all. I just like that sports games players have their own like little Sims now. I imagine yeah. it's like you farming. <laughs> yeah, what, and that, it, 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 it feels it happening. feels weird because it's it's me and a bunch of like other like. 45 year old men on like forums being like oh my god look at my team or like look at my achievements right. and it's like wow definitely not my demographic but i'm in you know 
Hmm. I felt like that about like fantasy football and things like that. I used to make fun yeah. of people. But then one time <sighs> my family were in, really into Survivor. And one time we did like a Survivor pool. And okay. you like got points based on like who had to be blurred that episode. And it was all this really <laughs> dumb stuff. And I got way too into it. So I kind of get it. And I feel like I would have a problem if I got involved. Like I'd be like yelling at people. It wouldn't be good. I have a problem. That tracks. That tracks. Thanks, Chris. That tracks. So much faith in me. <laughs> He's not wrong, folks. I would so. I would also recommend FM to anyone looking for a podcast game. It is my preferred podcast game. It's it's so good to not be you know focus on the game really and just focus on That's doing something cool. else. So it doesn't even have music, which I found hilarious when I when I first started playing it last year. They don't have music because. Why would they have music? Just put have your own know. music on Spotify. It just hmm. seems really alarming yeah. to me that they just don't. Have, I guess have your own music on Spotify. Have a podcast on. Like they acknowledge the fact that no one cares about their music, but they, they have sound music. In yeah, them, but <laughs> they have some sound effects for like goals and stuff, but everything else, no sound. That's pretty cool. Sounds like a team that knows their their market. Yeah, just bring <laughs> your own. Who cares? Yeah. B Y O M. All right. And you know, and coming from someone who likes to get stuck into like games like this, I played Euro Truck Simulator, I played Microsoft Flight Simulator. I'm finding a niche in in my gaming habits to to become. Every three months, I'm I'm changing professions. Yeah, Yeah. every three months, I'm changing profession. (laughs) I've also started Sims. We got a lot of like police simulator today. Oh, I know, and then and then Autobahn uh, Simulator as well. I can hook it up. There's a there there's a drug dealer simulator. We've we've had this conversation, but. Well, we can hook you up with yeah. some simulator. <laughs> I, I need, <laughs> I need the power wash one. I think we we, we had drug dealer actually... simulator back in like 2002, and it was a web-based game called Mafia Wars. God damn it! Right. That's why we liked it. I, uh, you make fun of power wash simulator, but I got to preview that. It was actually yeah, yeah. a lot of fun. I know people I quite say enjoyed that. it, but uh, no, oh, I actually a... jumped into a sim sim strategy city builder that i got myself roped into somehow and i was like 10 hours into the game and still doing the tutorial so which which one was it uh it's called lords uh, it's called lords and villains it just came out today it's been in early access for a while so there's like a crazy community um i just put out my review for it today it's good it's a lot of fun but it's like more work than an mmo (laughs) like there is so much to learn and you micromanage so much. There's like different kinds of families and every family has a different kind of profession and to build things, you need carpenters and the carpenters need this and these people need this, but then you have to make sure the farmers are farming this and like they won't build anything unless you grant them the materials and they're like, it's a lot to process. And I don't even think I got through all of it. It looks like, a lot like uh, RimWorld. I don't know this game, so I can't tell you. But it it's really cool. And if I had a lot of time to like really, like I said, they have a whole Discord community, and these people are like into it. And I guess when further on, there's like military, and like it's mm. it's insane. I like I said, I was ten hours in, and I was still in the tutorial. I'm like, okay, 
Jeez. It's never going to end. <laughs> so I had to I had to go to the community and be like, guys, I'm trying to build something. I can't get past this part of the tutorial. Um, why isn't anybody building? And they're like, oh, well, you might not have a storefront, but you might have a storefront. But if you do have a storefront, they're still not doing it. Then you might have to go in here and change this or sell it to them. Or you might have to barter and get it over here. I'm like, whoa, I just want a straw wall. Out of straw. <laughs> it was, ask. Like, so why isn't anybody making straw? How do I do that? It was the the tutorial, though very thorough, is also very not thorough. Like it doesn't explain to you the first like four main ways you can, I guess, rent to a family. There's like they're called fee farm socage, socage, socage. Um, it's something I can't say, and you don't actually know what any of them mean. You just pick one and hope for the best. Um, I could have used the community for that. So there's some things that definitely could stand to be explained a little better, and hopefully, like, they seem really into, like, updating the game, and, uh, like I said, they're very involved in their community, much a la Star Stardew Valley, if you will. So I'm excited mm -hmm. to see. There's a channel in there just for, like, hey, what stuff you'd like to see? Hey, what stuff that needs to be fixed? So cool. I want to... I want to dive and you said they bit. just left early access, right? They just left early access today. Okay. Yeah. It's nice. uh it's pretty cool, but I don't know. I don't know if I have it in me to like rule that kingdom. <laughs> <laughs> that that kind of approach like uh Terraria did that kind of thing early on, like what kind of stuff do you want to see? What do we need to fix? That kind of engagement and it worked out really well for that game. So yeah, I think the team I can handle those requests pro properly. It's a really positive thing for it. Well, see, because I'm used to, like, I came from playing MMOs, so you're always in chat with people. You're in a guild with people. If you don't know what's going on, they will help you. And I'm diving back into WoW this month, so hopefully I'll Ooh. find a new group of people that will save me because everything's different. And uh, that was always really helpful. But then when you get into console gaming, like, remember when we started gaming, you used to buy, like, the big... Um, Primer guides. guides for every yeah, book yeah. and, and now we yeah. have the internet. I have one for, for wow. Funny how you say it. Really? <laughs> mm -hmm. That's pretty cool. I got a bunch of them. I used to get them for like Fable when all those came out. I got all that stuff. But uh, now we just have the internet and people like us write the guides. Oh, God. <laughs> Game facts. Oh. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, it's not the same, but we're, we're them now. <laughs> yeah, we are those people. Yeah. I am the book. We, we don't, the guides don't have soul online. It's not like you had the big book you could flip through. It's yeah. Where's the page? Funny. Why can't I find it? Why can't we still have both? Yes. Yes. Well, I mean, uh, um, actually, uh, I know Stardew Valley, there's like a book you can buy. Uh, something else I was looking at recently. It might have been this game. There, there are books on Amazon you can buy for games like this still. It's maybe not as commonplace, though. So that's kind of a niche game to, to get that. But mm -hmm. if the early access community is that strong, I guess they could have been preparing. It, it was so. one. I don't know what it might be. I'm also I'm playing 14 oh. friggin' Sims at the same time now. <laughs> I'm playing that. I'm playing Let's Build a Zoo. I'm playing uh, Disney Dreamlight Valley. I feel like there's a fourth one that I can't remember right now. So it doesn't win the war, I guess. There's a Stardew but, guidebook. Fully illustrated, yeah. 288 pages, 30 bucks. Yeah. American. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's uh the, the Stardew community is fierce though. Fierce. That's about what uh that's about what they used to be mm -hmm. um back in the day. Like thirty bucks ish. For one of the fable games, it came out at my birthday and uh we did like the midnight wait outside uh, E B 
the book, the controller, weird t-shirt, because every t-shirt has to be a men's extra large. And I was like half the size I am now back then. And the game, obviously. Hopefully. Hope so, yeah. Yeah, maybe. So well, now uh, videos, you don't get an actual game. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, you get a special edition with a steel case and no discs to put in the steel case, which we got today. <laughs> well, yeah. a couple days ago, I saw tweets and videos of people waiting in queue for Ragnarok and Midnight release, and it's the first time in a lot of years I've seen that happen. Very many. Yeah, years. it's definitely it's definitely been undercut by being able to download a game digitally at midnight. Yeah. Like it's really. The, that's such those those always such a cool community thing though like yeah I guess like, I, 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 I remember waiting in line outside of Walmart to get my PS2 at launch like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um like just talking to the people and like this one guy online had like a really weird gamer's thumb he was saying and like you just get into these weird conversations and it's just kind of okay. neat and fun and you, know, you go home you play your game late at night and yeah you, know, you just don't get that experience yeah I stayed up all night to play Fable but I don't think mm-hmm. I have anything now that I'm that like a part of at this age and time in my life so i don't well, even for me, know it's that like I next next week when pokemon scarlet and violet come out i'm like where's the midnight launch i want to get in the line like <laughs> oh god i think it's <laughs> the, first, the one at the front of mine <laughs> the first pokemon generation i'm skipping i think with really? Uh, really? scarlet and violet i love pokemon don't care for this gen i don't know i don't know why <laughs> maybe i'll just buy just it anyway hater. but no i love pokemon i really do and it's like i just i'm not that curious this time around huh. interesting Brendan, yeah, what so would you have waited like in line for? It, so. oh, I don't think I've waited in line for anything. I, oh, oh, I, I waited in line for do? Doom 2 back in the day. Uh, Doom 2. Doom 2. Nice. Right. Doom 2. Do yeah, I want to like look up when that came out? Am I going to call you out? The game first came out, they had a special deal at like, the local computer store. And it was 20 bucks, and you could get the box game and everything. I'm like, I will totally do that. Mm-hmm. Um, that was nice. Sorry, when did you say it came out? Yeah, it was '94. Yeah, I'm old. Oh, oh my! '95 <laughs> for the expansion. That was before the ESRB was the thing. So no, it had an, it had an, it had an M rating on the box. Your parents just didn't care about you. I thought it was still oh, the. I guess the uh, I, I guess the ESRB was the one that had the KA ratings at first, and then then it was the E. K A was the kids and uh, kids and adults or something uh, like that. Like that was they used to be adults. the old A. Yeah, <laughs> they they used to be the old like, E for everyone rating. Mm. That's no aggressive. Teams. I don't like that one. Yeah, no I teens. That one. That's why they changed it. I'm guessing. Yeah. <laughs> Skip a whole generation. Those teens, they'll hate this one. The rest of you, though, you're fine. <laughs> Too busy oh, being yes. angsty. Kids to adults. No, no emo kids mm. allowed. Um, yeah, I think that'll uh, do it for us. I had a couple of things I'm playing, but we've been talking for a while, so we can you can quit we'll, uh, this if you want to say. Yeah. Well, we speaking of Stardew, then. Um, <laughs> speaking of Stardew, I've been playing Harvestella from Square Enix, which they marketed as a life sim like Stardew, but I think that's misleading. Um, it's a good game. I'm enjoying. That it. sounds exciting to me. <laughs> It's just I don't want to give the wrong impression because like I know how much you love Stardew, but I'm not sure you dig this one. Yeah, right? that's, like I I can bet you I probably won't. Probably <laughs> I can not. Look at it and be like, you guys are lying to me. <laughs> yeah, it's uh so far, there is like a life sim farm element to it, but it's okay. takes a real backseat, at least in early chapters. Like there's some pacing changes that happen and like 
all of a sudden you have kind of more free reign to do what you want and type. It's very type pretty, of thing, but there's still a story pushing you forward. Uh, but yeah, it's a pretty game. It looks really good on the Switch, actually. Um, it's a little muted in handheld mode, but uh, like it looks really sharp on the TV. On the TV. I'm not sure what <laughs> accent that was. But <laughs> I wasn't uh, going to say anything for once. Damn. Um, oh. uh, I beat you to it. That had to be acknowledged. Um, <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's, it's a weird kind of blend between like the usual kind of fantasy elements that Square Enix uses a lot in their games mixed with like that life that life sim element of stardew right. or whatever but also with a bit of like the atelier series like atelier reza mm-hmm. um it's it's a it's a strange venn diagram but it works for me anyways like i can see it pushing off like people who think it's stardew like if if, if that's what you're expecting it's not that yeah it's like i just hopped based. to look at it and the first two pictures that come up are they're farming like but this mm-hmm. doesn't look like farming this person is standing on a lily pad in water but there's but crops. there's fishing how's the no, there's crops in front of them i'm confused anyway how's the corrupting mechanic cool. thing there's like something that corrupts the world right they call it something stupid in the trailer uh, it's, it's called the quietus um, there we go yeah they that kind of kicks sweet. in at, at the seasons um so like when you when the game starts like you've been caught in the quietus and okay you, you remember it gets wiped Essentially, um, it's, it's, it's kind of you're supposed to avoid, and you know you're, you're supposed to stay inside during the quietest. You get caught outside in it. Um, can't really see how it affects the gameplay per se, but uh, that's kind of the whole conceit for the story, at least. Um, okay. Yeah. It's a it's a weird mix of things, but I kind of dig it. It's just I don't know. Again, to come, to come back to the Sonic Frontiers thing, it's like what's the market for this, right? Because like. You kind of have to like those three things, like the crafting and farming and uh, like the JRPG anime story nonsense. Yeah. yeah and anime kind of stuff to really get the most out of it. So, but I mean, uh, I, I think it's similar to like Rune Factory, I guess that kind of has those elements. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like if the, the dungeon crawling in Harvest Moon and Rune Factory and all those games had more of a reason for it. Mm. Because like like at least in Harvest Moon slash Story of Seasons, it's like, yeah, there's a mine you can go into and just fight some monsters. And if you want to do that, if you want to take a break from farming, it's winter. You got nothing else to do. Go fight some monsters. Right. Okay. At least like Harvestella is like giving you more of a reason to go crawl through a dungeon or whatever. And like it it, it takes a couple days to get through those things because you run out of energy or time. If you get caught out too late, then of course you have to go back and sleep. So that's where the life sim elements kind of come in and pull you back out of the dungeon crawling. Hmm. Yeah, it's a uh, it's interesting, but uh, I've also been playing Tactics Ogre from Square Enix, though Tactics Ogre Reborn, which is a remaster of an old uh, strategy RPG that kind of I mean, Fire Emblem kind of started the genre, and then Tactics Ogre took it in a different direction that I kind of prefer to Fire Emblem. So it was neat to kind of play this one because I've never, I hadn't played the previous versions. The PSP and the PS1 versions go for insane amounts on the resale mm-hmm. market. So it's really? just kind of one of those things. Yeah. Um, at least before this was announced, they might have come down a bit since they're more accessible now. But um, yeah, it was, a, it, was a real, it was a real holy grail for a lot of people. But um, yeah, so Tactics Ogre Reborn makes it very accessible. There's voice acting. Um, it reminds me a lot of Fantasy Tactics, which is one of my favorites uh, in that series, but not as interesting gameplay-wise. Because Fantasy Tactics has the whole job class system going for it. Mm-hmm. This has a version of that, 
but you can very much tell that this was the game that inspired tactics. Mm. Um, like they went and hired the director of this game to make Final Fantasy Tactics for them after it came right. out. <laughs> like that's how much they liked it. Um, right. So it's a it's a neat history lesson. Uh, if you don't like strategy RPGs that are like high and mighty with their tone and stuff, it's not going to win you over probably because <laughs> it is that kind Fair of enough. like not Shakespearean, but that kind of lofty kind of talk um, and really heavy politicking in the in the plot. But uh, if you do like those things, this thing is an absolute feast, and you should definitely try right. it. If you do like this, the... do we have a treat for you? Sorry, yeah. it sounded like. Is that a good remaster? Yeah, it looks fantastic. I uh, I was actually looking up videos of the like the Famicom version and, and other versions, and it's quite a nice glow up. Although that this game was like pushing the Famicom back when it came out. Like the the product, like the theatricality of it is amazing for a sixteen bit game. Um, really, and looks really looks really good in. Like HD, although like the character models are a little, little frumpy. They're, they're kind of like I, I I could use a little bit more definition on them. Like they kind of look like blobs at times. But um, like and I, again, it's so hard not to compare it to Final Fantasy Tactics because like that had more defined character sprites and stuff like that. This was a little more generic. Um, so like that's just the way the game was because it came before the game that I'm comparing it to. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I'm trying to be fair that way. But uh, yeah, no, it's uh, if you like tactics, definitely check out this game um, and kind of see where it all came from. I dig it. I dig it. That's my that's my wrap up. Applause. <laughs> it's still your now turn though. Now is there though. anything else? <laughs> yeah. there anything else? I don't think Brendan's that riveting today. I have played nothing. I have nothing to contribute that would be. He fun. really wants to play God of War, though. And there's a happy little empty tin over there that might brighten his day. <laughs> <laughs> what's in the tin? Hope. What's in the tin? <laughs> Nobody. Right. Okay, seven. Boy, what's in the tin? <laughs> yes. <laughs> what's in oh, the tin? Chris, you get me. <laughs> uh. Anyways, that's going to do it for us for this week. We're dipping cool. into seven references. Uh, if you'd like to read more on these topics and more, you can find full coverage at cgmagonline.com, including reviews of many of these games that we just talked about. Uh, be sure to follow CG Magazine on all the socials. Just search CGMag, you'll find us. And if you have any questions or comments, you can send, send them to podcast at cgmagonline.com. Uh, Ed, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter, at least for the meantime, until Elon Musk <laughs> destroys it completely, at Edward Gafton. Parody. Yeah, parody. Uh, Edward and the line Gafton, or you can find me on CG Mag. You can find reviews, features, what, and everything else. And yeah, looking forward to the Marvel Snap review uh, in the coming days. Me Amazing. too. I need to learn. Teach me, oh wise one. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, you can find me at the Dana Eileen, also on Twitter temporarily, and on some weird new sites that I don't know anything about. So Master I'll let done. you know if they, yeah. I that thing frightens me, but I'm there, so there's that. And there's oh, you're on the Mastodon. Yeah, I don't know how though, so I, maybe I'm there. I got an email that said I was. I just can't find me. Uh, it's elusive, <laughs> so good on you. I'm lost. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm Instagram, uh, TikTok, because I rip off all of our uh, CGM. I like posts. all of the CGM TikToks all the time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I then the repost them on mine because I'm trying to seem like I have a life. Hey. <laughs> and I am BFry26 on everything. 
<laughs> uh, and you can find me on Twitter at Hoogathy or here on Twitch at Guild Two Taps. Uh, where next next weekend, Friday, mm-hmm. November eighteenth, eight p.m., you can check in, check out our Extra Life charity fundraiser for twenty four hours. Uh, Guild Two Taps on Twitter. We'll have more info on that. Um, but yeah, it'll do it for us for this week. Uh, thanks for tuning in, and uh, we'll catch you next week. Peace. Love you all. Love. Wow. Love.